a new episode of Trapped in the Bubble. I'm your host, Dr. Tim Apollock. Today, we're going to talk, talk about wealth. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about investments. Now, I am, I am no way, shape, form, or fashion a licensed financial agent. But over time, I have learned a few things by just basically off experience and also meeting financial people and having dialogue with them. Okay. And I'm going to share some of the things that parallel to what everyone is saying, especially when it is becoming pertaining to, to wealth. Okay. Now, in the future, you're going to have wealthy people become rich people, okay? In the future, you're going to have hard working people turn into wealthy people, okay? So, don't get offended by what I'm about to say on this show today, okay? Now, let's talk about, like, your Steve Jobs, rest in peace, and let's talk about your your Bill Gates, your Warren Buffett's. Uh, people of that nature. I know, like, these are people who've been killing the game for, for years, okay? Now, it's the reason why I left Elon Musk out of this, okay? He, he's up and coming. But I'm talking about people who've been doing it 20 plus, okay? 20 plus years, okay? Now, what people look at, they look at the end results of most things. And they just look at the finish line. They're looking at the benefits. They're looking at the houses. They're looking at the cars. They're looking at the yachts. They're looking at the motorcycles. They're looking at these extreme vacations that, you know, you would look at from a magazine and to speed it up to modern times, uh, something they're seeing on social media or on YouTube. But what you don't really see is for, for billionaire and wealthy, rich people what you have to understand is that they work their ass off to get it, okay? So, I'm going to speak to the point of how things are basically ran in U.S., okay? Because that's where I have my field experience in, okay? There's other countries that run very similar to the U.S., 
some not so good and some better than us. Okay, we're not number one, but we're in the top ten. Okay, so people go to the movies. People look at TV shows. Now, the delivery systems are different than they were 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. But the product is still the same. What I mean by that is, is when you look at TV shows, you see the fashions, you see you see the cars and all that kind of stuff. Look at all the companies that are in these shows. And you have to look at you have the, your different stars. They're driving these cars. They, they, they got these clothes on. They look stylish. They look cool. You're like, man, I wish I could get that jacket. Or, man, I can get those pair of jeans. Or get these shoes or these boots. You know, back in the day, you didn't even know where to get this type of stuff. But now, you can say... What was characters such and such wearing in season one, episode five? You literally could go back and Google, roll to Google, and say, hey, what was characters such and such in, in season one, episode five? And you literally could like buy the stuff if you have the money, right? Alright. No big deal, no biggie, right? Okay. So you have places, different companies that that give stuff to these movie studios and they buy the studio stuff. And what I'm saying is they, they get it for so the studios get get these stuff for so much of this kind of rate is insane. It's insane. But what I'm saying is we kind of sidebar a little bit, but we're getting back on track. Okay. So if you ever listen to Warren Buffett, he is a very, very wise, very smart guy. He he would be a type of guy that I would love to hang out with for three days. He is very discipline. He when it comes to finances, he makes it so simple. But the thing about it is most people they make it they make it hard. Now I watched one of his videos and I don't remember which video it was or I would tell you, I'm sorry everyone. But maybe I can go back, maybe I can find it, and maybe I can just come back and just tell you guys so you guys can actually look at it because it's actually on YouTube, okay? You know, sometimes you have to go to YouTube University not to not to cuckle and laugh and play around. Sometimes you just got to learn something, you know? And one thing that he said was that People are basically crazy to go out and buy new cars. Now, obviously, he said this pre-pandemic. Now, 
Did he know pandemic was coming? I don't know. Maybe it's just part of his lifestyle and everything like that. I don't know. But what he did say did make sense. And I did grasp at least that principle. And my thing, my thing is, sometimes I go to a car dealership to get my car service. I haven't done it recently because things have just been getting, you know, uh, high with, with service fees and different things like that. So I've just been going to, you know, Mo and Joe, you know, auto shop. And so what he said was he, he driving the same car. Is, I believe he has a Cadillac, but he's been driving it for years, years, years. And he's a freaking billionaire, so he can pretty much buy whatever he wants to do. But he said something that was real smart. Made me kind of think like, hmm, okay. What he was saying was, it's basically foolish to go get a new car. Now, it took me a while to learn this, but he's right. A car is a depreciating asset. Soon as you buy it, you're gonna take you're gonna take a loss. You're gonna take a hit on it. Soon, soon as it draws off the lot. Soon as it draws off the lot. And my thing is, I should I should know this because I used to work at a car lot back in the '90s, right? Back back in the day, day, right? You know, I did it. I did it for a week. Week, you know. But hey, sorry, I just couldn't. I just couldn't lie to people and just take people for their money. And they was just trying to fight to get a decent car. You know what I mean? So sometimes you got to put yourself in other people's positions. You know. Um, but he calculated the cost of because when you get a new car. You got to have full insurance on it. You know what I mean? Uh, If you owe on it, obviously in his case, it'd be a little different. He would pay it off cash, you know? So they would give him, you know, some crazy, extremely good rates on it. I mean, I basically would take it for a steal. But what he was saying was, it's just cheaper to drive the car that you have and keep the car maintained. Now, my thing is this. I've been driving my car. I have a 08 Camry. I've been driving it for 14 years. Okay. So, on the outside, it looks nice. I mean, on the inside, it looks kind of whatever. It needs, it needs a little uh, TLC. But it gets me It gets me around. It, it gets, gets my family around. Whoever around. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I do lift in it. I haven't done lift in a while, uh, since gas shot up crazy. You know what I mean? Uh, but I remember the pain and the suffering and, and the stress of before I paid my car off and I was like, oh my God, I got to pay this $350 for a car note. You know, that was with the principal. No, no, no. That was the interest, not the principal. Then when the principal, when I finally got to the principal, it was, uh, 
I start paying 312. Okay, don't seem like much. But it was to me, you know what I mean? And my thing is with that, I took a loan out for the car. I literally paid for my car three three times over. I I could have I could have got two two Camrys and put full insurance on both of them for what I paid for this one. And my thing was I put I went out for a four year loan, but I ended up having to pay six. Now thank God that I never missed a car note payment. Even if I was working or not. And it always was on time. I never missed the payment. It was never late from my spectrum. But I'm going to go into detail with that. Well, I had my loan originally through through a job that I, I worked at at the time. And if I say the name, everybody's going to know what it is. Because they're pretty much like a global global company. But I'm not going to say their name, but I still have some some internal uh, things going on with them right now that I can't say due to legal reasons. But what I will say is what they would do was they were real slick. They would they would pay they would pay my my car note. Then they wouldn't then it would go it would hit my my uh, credit bureau reporting and then just before just before they would the the uh, creditors would actually call me in reference to my car they'd make the payment now I didn't understand for a while why this was happening and the reason being was that I had direct deposit. Remember, I'm working for this job. So I had a portion of my car note transferred over to my my car account to where I had got the car from. And then the rest would go to my regular bank. Okay? So then one time, I guess they forgot. And then I got a letter but I didn't get it to like a week or so later after. So one day, I'm going to tell you how I found out. So one day, I go into my bank, and I talk to my bank lady. She's been my bank lady for for 13 years. And she 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 was one that was really helping me get my credit get my credit together uh, and just just basically taught me, "Hey, Pay your debts. Pay your debts. I don't care if it's five, ten dollars a year. This, this, this there. Just start paying your debts. Eventually, you'll pay it off. And so, I was applying for a credit card, and they were like, uh, when I ran it through my my bank, they was like they weren't gonna give it to me at the time, and I was like, well, why? They was like because I have late payments. I said, well, I don't have any late payments. The only payments I have is on my car note. Which should come out on time every time because every time I get paid, a direct deposit goes. You see, you see where I'm going with this, everyone. And then I also had money in my savings, so just in case if we were got paid late, they could actually draft it from my savings 
I had like a thousand dollars in savings. So I had plenty, plenty of wiggle room at the at that time. So my banker, she did a little investigation. So she was like, Well, is your your car loaned through such such such? I was like, Yes, ma'am. She was like, uh you owe such and such such on the on the total total price of the car. I was like, yes. And she basically being being in a banking world, they can pretty much find almost anything, at least ninety-five percent about you there. <laughs> it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. Tr- trust me. Trust me. Trust me. It's guaranteed. Okay. And so she's like, yeah. So she was like, what she can do is she can open, she can give me the credit card and it's transfer the uh, loan over to my regular bank. So I was like, yeah, let's do that because at least I can monitor it. I'm not going to say that I looked at it seven days a week, but at least five days a week I was online looking at it. Okay. So. When I tran when when I uh, transfer they they gave me the cashier's check to pay the vehicle off. I was like, whoa. So I took it to my other bank at my job and I told them I was like, hey, I wanna pay my car off. You know? It's like, well, is this this this? Not knowing that I called before and I had a cashier's check. Okay, for that uh, same amount to the tool. They was, they was, I mean, pissed off. They was mad. And I'm like, why would you get mad? Because I'm paying, I'm paying a $12,000 debt off. Okay. I'm getting, I'm getting somewhere with that. The reason being, reason I didn't find this out until later, then, you know, hold on, let me, before I step there, I was like, hey, it's like, it's like, hey, you sure you want to pay this off? You sure? I was like, yes, I want to pay this off. I got the money right here. I'm paying it off. I'm not leaving here until I pay it off. Okay? So, so then, I find out later that they were taking money out of people's... Man, man, man. They were, ta- they were taking money out of people's accounts. They wasn't doing it in the regular accounts, but they were doing it out of the loan accounts, right? Highly illegal, highly illegal, right? So when I transferred it over, when I transferred it over to the my credit union, my main bank, I was able to get, get that car paid off in two years. Two years. Because all my payments was going going towards my principal. They knocked off the interest and all that different kind of stuff because they saw that. So, my thing was this. In in that, a four-year note ended up becoming a six-year note. And look how much money I paid. And, And this car was on a Toyota lot. And it was like $14.9. I paid that times three. So, you do the math. I kind of did earlier and got furious. I don't want to really do it now because I'm really, really, really on what I spend now. You know, sometimes I just kind of go, you know, buy a little here, 
things here and there, but for the most part, I most definitely watch what I see. I don't go too too crazy. Now, my thing is this: if I had my finances together at the time, not saying that my finances together now, but they're a lot better than what they were. Okay. Now, if I was smart, I would have saved some money and I just would have bought a car cash and this would have been done with it, right? No car, no nothing. But the fact was, the reason why I did that was because um, I needed a car. I started, I started a job. I actually did the loan before I even got the job. And um, when I got the job, it just, just think the stars were aligned. Everything was just aligned that day. And I just was able to, I was just able to, to do it that way. But my thing was, at the time, I didn't have a car. And uh, I had to share cars with my mother. So, I, you know, I had to share cars. And anyone knows who's had to share cars. It's not fun. Okay. One person takes it. Then they get off enough time. Hopefully, then you got to take it and everything like that. And I was driving the car so much. I was putting gas in it. I started putting maintenance on the car. Then I, I started to say, well, hey, you know what? If I'm going to do all this, I need to give me a car. And then think about what? Well, I got tired of sharing cars. Whatever, whatever. But, you know, my thing, thing was that I had a car previously that someone rear-ended me so it totaled my car out so I was paying I was paying the payment on that car I was paying the payment on that car but I wasn't so far into the loan I was only like on year uh, two so I wasn't even halfway through the loans so I had full coverage so the insurance totaled the car out they paid the car off but it left me without a car, so I literally was out of car for two years. And so, if you really look at for two cars, I basically was paying on cars for eight years. Okay, it was two years I didn't because I was out of a car. So it was two years I was out of car. And it was two years that I had the car. So that's four right there. But I don't count the last two because I didn't have the car. So then when I went over, and that was a Corolla. And then when I went over and got the Camry, instead of it being four-year note, it turned into six. And then with the Corolla adding that plus two, I played eight years for two cars. Now most people and then the reason why I, I went that route was two I got tired of asking people for rides I would pay them but you know they would take your money but then after a while people start acting funny you know don't want to take you show up late show up at all but you know they need the money then they show up and the thing about it is with that this is before Uber okay this is before Lyft alright so this is before the ride shares and things came about. Okay. So the reason why I say that rich people will come, I mean, 
wealthy and wealthy rich. Okay, the reason why I say okay, so rich rich people became billionaires. Okay, because they worked, they worked their asses off. They worked, they worked, they worked, they worked. You know what I'm saying? They had a dream. Some people dropped out of school, which I am not saying that everyone should quit school because I I feel that school are built up black building blocks of education and things that you need to know to survive. So I'm not saying that you got to go to school for umpteen years, but go to school, take it for what it's worth, learn what you need to learn, and then find a way to make money off of it. Okay? That's colleges, schools, trade schools, all that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So, with the way technology is now, I mean, it's really easy to start a business now because of, you know, technology. Now, the reason why I say the working people will become wealthy is because they're, they're starting at the bottom and they're working their way up. Rich is a whole type of wealth. Now, some people say, hey, I want to be rich. But then some, some people say, no, you want wealth, wealth, wealth transfers, right? But my thing is with that, wealth jet actually transfers from generation, 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 right? So my thing is, I want to get to a point to be wealthy. I'm not a type of person to be like, hey, I want to be rich. You know, my thing is, I want to have, you know, nice house, big old fat screen TV, surround sound, where I can watch movies, play my video games, uh, play, play my movies, big old stereo, uh, where I can play 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 the music, uh, have have a man cave, have some uh, cases, like display like like a like a uh, what you call it, like a museum. Have my different uh, action figures and build different sets, diamonds, things of that nature, and you know, cool, you know, and just get some of my collectibles and some of my toys, you know, and then. When I want want to go buy some clothes or something, or I want to go out of town, or I can help someone, I can. So it just really depends on, you know, what it is. I, I want to be like, well, hey, well, it's a convention in San Diego. I can, you know, go to San Diego, or, or, you know, I can say, hey, let me fly to London and see see some family because I do have family in London, or let me uh, fly to uh, Africa. I have family over there. So you know, I have family around the world. That I'm like, hey, that I've either a haven't seen in years, or I've never met at all. So that that's that's my thing. So if I was rich, you would not you would not know it because I'm not a type of person who actually flaunt it. Now, so we can wrap this up. Let's talk about the people who are not going to be rich. Let's talk about the people who's not going to be wealthy. Lazy people. I'm talking about the people who always want to bump. Oh, can I get $20? Can I get, you know, if you antiquate that 20 years, 30 years, antiquate uh, $20 <coughs> might be $300 now. So let, let me loan you $300. Let me loan you $300. And my thing is, by how the world is set up now, and it's so easy to get jobs and stuff now. You're stupid. You're stupid if you're lazy. You know, and my thing is, I know some people are not physically and mentally able to work. 
I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about that particular part of, of the family. I'm talking about the ones who are standing on corners, knowing they can work, knowing they physically and mentally able to work, but they want to. They want to raise signs. They rather be out on the street all day hustling because they don't want to hit a clock. Well, you know what? I don't like hitting the clock, but you know what? I gotta do what I gotta do. You know, so. I like money, so I'm a work now. My thing is, I've had to change my my approach. Now, now, if you're working, then that means you have some type of substance. That means you have something that you can bring. You know, when it comes to money, you have to be a farmer. You have to be a seed planter. You have to water it so it can grow. So my thing is, how do you grow your money? Okay, well, you can't just uh, save it and just put it in a jar, you know, put it under your mattress. You know, those are like old school type of ways. If you just do that and inflation continues to uh, keep going, it's going to eat up your money. eats up the buying power of your money. That means you need twice or three times the money that you have just to maintain what you have currently now. Okay, that's the easiest way that I can say what inflation is. Inflation, what I can say is, you know, inflation right now is in your face. It's not behind you. It is in front of you. Gas prices, crazy inflation, okay? Food inflation, but look at your resources. Look at your oil. Look at all those different types of things, okay? So, Doc, what should I do with my money? Okay, one of the things that you should start doing is start investing your money, but you have to find the right investments to invest your money in. You know what I'm saying? So, so basically, what I'm saying is, get in the stock market, get a stock game, be owners. Because you know what, if you if you just if you just consuming and you're not owning anything, guess what, you're you're gonna be on that bottom end end of the spectrum. You know what I mean? So you have to, you have to. You hear what I'm saying? You have to invest in some stocks. You know, I, I throw some stocks out there. Right now that I know that's not going to go anywhere. One will be your Amazon. Amazon is freaking killing the game. Now, you probably won't reap the full benefits of it because you didn't get in on the ground floor. But Walmart, if they would just go back to 24 hours, they they could probably see profits increase by 30%. I'm not going to say a lot, but I'm going to say 30%. reason why I'm saying it is because most Walmarts close at 11 o'clock. The reason why I'm saying it is because you have people who get, get off the mid-shift. They get off, you know, they get off at 10.30. Get off at 10 and get a le- they get off at 11. 10, you rushing, you rushing to Walmart. You, you rushing to Walmart. You know what I mean? Trying to trying to get some things before they close i used to do that but i'm to the point now i'm not rushing i'm not rushing to the store i'm not hurrying to the store and then you're gonna rush me out and i just got off work see what i'm saying so i don't even if, if i'm even working i would not even go to walmart that day so. thanks for people that when you start when you start going don't look at the freaking wealth part of it what I would say is go after things that 
you so passionately about. If you like shoes, you can invest in Nike or Converse. Or if you like uh, video games, uh, invest in Sony, PlayStation, or Microsoft Xbox. So, it's different things you can do. If you want to feel safe, you just mutual funds. I don't know what the current rates of them are, but you're basically, but you're basically locking the money up to where you can't touch it for a moment of time. Start looking at some of your bonds, your state bonds, your city bonds, your government bonds. They they are basically safe because cities are actually borrowing that money and then paying it back to you. They help build roads and all that different type of stuff. Be smart with your money. If you had to make a, a high dollar purchase, think about it for at least 72 hours before you do it. Be smart. Be smart with your money. Invest your money. Get financial books. Get on YouTube. There's plenty of good people out there. So you know what? It's time for me to go. Don't believe in yourself. Believe in God. Talk to you soon. I'm out of here.